0: Hey, we're coming at you live, talking about video games today.
1: Hi there. Why don't we all put some extra vocal fry into our voices for this one?
0: Oh yeah, it's time for Science Friday with Ira Glass. Egg. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Bran. Egg.
2: We're all gonna do ASMR. Hi there.
3: We're transmitting to you from inside the lunchtime headquarters. Be e to just sit back and relax to our relaxing lunchtime podcast.
0: Hey this absolutely isn't a fetish thing i know it seems like it with all the videos and how it's always women reading but we also have guys talking about video games sometimes
2: it's guys eating lemons
1: or funky Kong driving you from the airport
2: yeah hee.
3: And welcome to All Caps Lunchtime. I'm Specs. With me today we've got Mike. Mm-hmm. Bran. E. Catsman. <sniffs> Moogle Pies. e And Woody Shambler. Hey there. So we wanna start off by talking about little Yoshel.
4: Little
5: Yoshel. Little Yoshol. Yeah, he's a little, little Yoshel. Yoshua.
3: Yoshi's Island was our book club game. Everyone listening should be familiar with Yoshi's Island. If you've never heard of it, then who who are you? (laughs) <laughs> why are you listening to this why are you listening to video games
2: <laughs> go go play video games or something you've got a lot you know There's a lot of catching up to do don't play yoshi's island though it's kind of a waste of time to be honest wrong wrong factually wrong
3: Ah, uh, yoshi's island okay bran as the person who actually like 100 percented this game how do you feel about yoshi's island now
5: The Yoshi's Island has always been like one of my favorite games and it still is. I've played this game many times, but I've never 100% it up until like recently. Game really holds up like 100%ing it is I don't know if it's the best idea because it has problems, which I'm sure we'll go into. But like mechanically, the game is so solid, especially for the time like the movement is so good, there's so much you can do. And like games around the time is like or just like you have like one jump on and an action button. Whereas Yoshi's Island, you can do so much stuff. Yeah. And this games really creative, a lot of fun.
2: I'll go with that. Nintendo always know how to build good movement for a platformer and they always know how to to give you techniques that you can use to make minor adjustments to things. Yeah. That don't like overpower the whole experience. Like the flutter jump is really good. Yeah. Yeah, like, flutter jump is
5: so... Because you can do multiple per airtime, you can cancel at any time. If you jump off an enemy, you get a way bigger one. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's really
5: nice. And you can chain that with all a bunch of other stuff that you can lick while fluttering. They use
2: that in the level layouts, and they reward you for really being able to master it. Exactly. Same with all the other mechanics.
3: Yoshi's got lots of ways to tackle enemies as well. Like, if you want to be quick, you can just spit enemies out of your mouth to kill other enemies, or you can make an egg, or you can ground pound, or you can just jump on things' heads. You know, there's there's lots of different things you can do. And things that you throw interact with things that are already being launched at you as well, so you can knock them out of the air, which is nice. You can grab things out of the air with your tongue, which is good. So you've got a lot of options for how to deal with stuff.
2: The one thing on the controls I don't like is the egg throwing. I don't like having that automatic moving reticule. I think it's very hard to like focus on that and platforming at the same time. And also it means that if you want to hit something that's above you, you have to wait for the reticule to go like that. You can just hold up to if you hold up. Yeah, yeah you can do that. I mean, if you want to hit something that's like in front of you or slightly below you, then reticule all the way up and then all the way down. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's kind of annoying. And also, if you're too close to something, the egg won't hit it, even though it looks like it should do in some cases. So the egg throwing can be kind of annoying, which is often why I spit things out of my mouth instead, because uh, it's just quicker and easier.
2: Do you think Yoshi has a cloaca? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. I think he does, yeah. Dinosaurs related to birds,
2: yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, that's all we have to say about that.
3: (laughs) Yoshi instantly digests things and turns them into eggs, right? Is that why we think he makes an egg when he eats an enemy?
2: Yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Naturally. Is that
1: reproduction, though? Can he create other Yoshis by eating enemies? No. Hmm...
3: the thing is, they wouldn't be fertilized, right?
2: I think they're unfertilized eggs. Yeah, I don't think they're fertilized. I think Yoshis probably do reproduce sexually. We were spitballing this while playing
3: and we were like, does one Yoshi have to come over and like sperm on all of the Yoshi eggs to yeah. fertilize them? Like, yeah. My idea is that Yoshis are all female except for Boshi, who is a boy Yoshi. <laughs>
6: Little Boshel.
5: So are all Yoshis descendant of Boshi?
6: Well, either
3: that or maybe Yoshis can reproduce through asexual reproduction like the Virgin Mary could. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe all Yoshis are just clones of their parent Yoshi unless Boshi comes along to fertilize.
2: That makes sense. But then, then they're, they're all different colors unless the color is all environmental. I think the color is genetic.
3: Well, no, 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 no. Because in Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door, depending on how long you leave the egg unhatched for when you get your Yoshi companion in that game,
0: it comes at a different color, which would suggest uh, that the egg oh. rots
3: over time. And depending on how rotty the egg is... No,
0: no, no, no. It's, that's not rotting. That's not rotting. That's just epigenetics like uh, crocodiles do that mm. where like if they lay eggs closer to the water or further away, they'll have a higher percentage of males or females. There you go then. So
3: it's just some sort of epigenetics changes the color of Yoshi. Maybe they are just completely asexual
2: reproduction then. Mm. So then the second question, right? Why are they like this? Because throughout the game, Yoshi lays lots of eggs and then immediately throws them all away to protect one human, which is kind of fucked when you think about it. Yeah. They have no self-preservation for their own species at all, which suggests to me that they were bred by humans for the purpose of carrying them around.
3: I would agree because they've got an inbuilt saddle as well, which means that humans probably, like in um, Skyrim, Oblivion, etc. How humans selectively bred Argonians
0: to have big titties. Mm. Humans selectively bred Yoshis to have saddles. You're moving into my neck of the woods here. (laughs) (laughs) So the Argonians are descended from the Hist, actually, a race of sentient trees. Don't do this. Do we have any proof that bacteria exist in the world of Mario?
3: We know that viruses exist because of Dr. Mario. Yes, that's true. That's true.
0: Yeah, but a la Elder Scrolls, do we have any proof that they're even breathing oxygen? or that their society developed or changed at any point and did not emerge as it exists now.
5: There is proof about the oxygen, because in Super Paper Mario, you go to space and you can't breathe, and so you have to go back and get a air helmet.
0: Mm,
1: okay. That might not be oxygen. Also, in the first Paper Mario, you explore ancient ruins with an archaeologist. Oh, mm.
3: that's true. All right. And in Paper Mario Sticker Star, the forbidden Paper Mario. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There are old civilizations in the Mario universe that don't exist anymore, so society has developed. Time has
0: passed, but who were these people? Why did they build pyramids and why are there cactuses in what looks like the Sahara Desert?
2: (laughs) Mario coexists with dinosaurs, and dinosaurs, they wouldn't be able to breathe the atmosphere of the earth right now. No. I think they probably do breathe oxygen, but not the same composition that we have here of like, you know, nitrogen and oxygen and argon.
3: That explains why Mario has such a high-pitched voice, because they breathe helium.
2: (laughs) (laughs) In his native world, Mario sounds like your average Brooklynite, but when he goes to the Mushroom Kingdom, he just inhales a bunch of helium and doesn't die for whatever. Of reason
0: kids try asphyxiating yourselves with various gases and you'll become like mario it's true. <laughs> all of these yoshis
3: genetically presumably it can't be cultural because they've not seen a human in years presumably genetically yoshis have been designed in order to want to protect human children and to allow humans to ride on their back It goes to show that actually, yeah, humans at some point probably manufactured the Yoshi species into one of subservience to them.
0: Or that the world was created by God and literally that those creatures are there to serve man.
6: Yes, absolutely.
0: How long do you think it had been since any of the Yoshis on Yoshizan had seen
5: a human? Because if they were alone for long enough, they would have reverted back to like...
1: Being, you know, like untamed. Maybe Yoshi's live for an incredibly long time. Yeah. So even though it's been a long time since they've seen a human, it was still within their lifetime. Yeah, could be. Mm, That's reasonable
2: okay final final question yep what do you think yoshi's feet smell
1: like
5: fuck you i mean they wear shoes so probably just sweaty shoes (laughs) do they
2: wear shoes or is that
5: just what their feet look like
2: they're shoes no yoshi took his shoes off in mario tennis i saw it it was harrowing (laughs) is that real (laughs) to learn more google yoshi with his shoes off (laughs) i don't think i want to do that (laughs) i think i'm gonna pass it's not fucking true i don't see any evidence of this I will find it for you, but I will have to open an incognito browsing window
3: my next lore dump for you is in Super Mario Brothers 2, the one with the turnips, not the one that's just really hard, everything's a dream in that game but there are Shy Guys in that game there's Shy Guys in Yoshi's Island my theory is that Mario's only memories of Shy Guys appear to him in his dreams because he can't remember if it was true or not because he was like a week old at the time uh, Yoshi's Island happened, so although he doesn't remember Shy Guys while he's conscious, subconsciously his brain is able to replicate them and make him have uh, fever dreams
5: about his uh, his childhood. Have Shy Guys shown up in any other main Mario games?
2: You get Shy Guys in Mario 64. Four, you get Fly Guys. Fly Guys, yeah, but they're in they're inside paintings.
6: They're in Mario Kart as well.
2: So I think at some point they were probably like reintroduced to the Mushroom Kingdom, or introduced to the Mushroom Kingdom.
3: Also, everything on Yoshi's Island wears a mask like that. Like you've got the bandits and the baseball guys and the oh, uh, yeah. the other baseball guys. They all wear masks, right? Is it a greater, like, species of Shy Guys, or is it, like, a cultural thing on that island? What do we think?
2: Yes. I want to move on to talking about the elephant in the room Yoshi's Island, right? Great platforming mechanics, mostly pretty great levels. They're all right. Really, really horrible, like, progression ranking system collectibles. Yes. In my opinion, Borderline ruins the game. Yeah, so I wanted to
3: go for 100% on this game and I got two worlds in and I was like, no, (laughs) I am not
2: doing that anymore. To summarize for those who haven't played it, the fundamental problem is that without going for any of the extras and collectibles, Yoshi's Island is a very short, very breezy and kind of boring game. However, if you go for the collectibles, you have to get every single collectible in that level, which is five flowers, 20 red coins, some of which don't like stick out. They look the same as the other coins and finish the level with maximum health. You have to do all of that in a single run, and if you miss a single thing in that level, and bear in mind there's lots of ways where you can, like, miss an item and there's no way for you to get it. Like, an item will appear and then disappear, or you can go through a one-way door and then realize that you've locked yourself out of something. If you miss a single thing, you can no longer... You can't go back to the level just to get that, you have to do everything in one go. Yeah,
3: even if you get all 5 flowers in a level, or all 20 red coins, it won't save that you got them all. If you get 99% of that level complete, if you like get everything but you take 1 damage, which you often will because Shigeru Miyamoto is a fan of putting an enemy off screen where you can't see it right at the end of the level that jumps out of a bush and hits you,
2: it does it multiple times, then you've got to
3: do the whole level again, or kill yourself, go back to the most recent checkpoint and then do half of the level again. And it's
5: really annoying. The life one is like pretty much a non-issue though because of the item system. Yeah. But I I I get what you're saying with the flowers and, and the coins
3: and what you unlock it's worth doing because you get some extra bonus levels for doing all of them and um, I've played all of the bonus levels and they added extra bonus levels for the GBA the bonus levels are hard
5: they're really hard
3: they're like really harsh the first bonus level is you have to escort Poochie through a level while riding him over lava pits on an auto-scroller so if you're going too fast or too slow you'll just fall off into the lava and get one hit killed
2: fucking Poochie I hate that motherfucker that's why I say the levels are mostly good because just occasionally they'll put a level in that's like uh Poochie have fun
6: it's fine he died on his way back to his home planet anyway
3: I think Yoshi's Island is an annoying game to try in hundred percent. I think the best way to play it is act like you're going for hundred percent. But if you miss anything, just give up on it and move yeah. on to the next level.
5: Yeah, because like if you like just breeze through it, then I uh, like the levels are very clearly built in a way to like encourage exploration and to like kind of encourage like a, a methodical approach to levels. So if you just like run through them, uh, you're missing a lot of like, I guess, like the fun of the game, but also hundred percent is a pain in the ass. So yeah, yeah you just got to like pretend you're going (laughs)
2: Yeah, it's weird. 100% is a complete pain in the ass. But if you skip the extra stuff, you will both be making the game way too short and easy. And also, you'll just feel like you're missing out on a lot of the content. Yeah.
1: Okay, you guys didn't talk about the way Yoshi's Island shines at all, which is the audio and visuals. Yeah, that's also true. Holy Thank shit, you. it looks so Thank good, you, it sounds oldies. so good.
2: Yeah, the visuals for that game are
1: beautiful. For Super Nintendo, like, the way the game, this game looks and animates, the animations are so smooth. They're so like, the, good. the water and stuff. Nice water in this game.
2: Nice water. And it's aged like fine wine. When you compare it to other games from the era, it still looks gorgeous. One of the best looking 2D games. It just makes me yearn for more, like, late SNES and then, like, you know, PS1 like era. Are 2D games where yeah. they just had loads of memory to work with and could just draw all of these like gorgeous sprites and do all these cool visual effects. We never really got that.
1: We talked about it before on the show, but famously, like the reason why this game looks so good is because Miyamoto got pissed at Donkey Kong Country and he hated the way that game <laughs> looked, yeah, yeah. so he wanted to make something that
6: allegedly,
1: allegedly. He wanted to make something that, to
2: him, looked good on the SNES, and he's totally right. It does look so good. I fully believe in that. That's something Miyamoto would do, just like, oh, well, you know, I know Donkey Kong Country is popular, but that's not what I want. Classic petty Miyamoto. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, this is my vision for Mario, and if people don't like it, they can fucking piss off.
6: So, from what I can remember on reading about this topic, it wasn't a decision that Miyamoto made out of spite of Donkey Kong Hunt. It was like the the suits at the top of Nintendo said like Donkey Kong Country sold really well And people really like the way it looks you need to make a Mario game that uses that technique and he went No. (laughs) And he just made Yoshul's Island instead. Like, you can see some of what um, they were going for, because they did some, some, like, pre-renders for Mario RPG, and it's exactly the same kind of art style that they would have ended up using.
3: Well, they pre-render the intro and exit cinematics as well as, like, a
2: trade-off. Yeah. They kind of look like crap, to be honest. They don't look great. They look all right. They're very discordant with the rest of the game. I
6: don't think they look like crap, but they're very discordant with the rest
2: of the game. I'm willing to bet they were like testing out different styles Mm -hmm. and maybe if they'd ended up looking better they would have used that style for more of the game but I'm glad they didn't
3: But then for Yoshi's story didn't they go with the exact same art style as Donkey Kong Country anyway? Yes, that's
6: exactly what happened, yes
2: Yeah, and it looked kind of (laughs) crappy
6: So um, there was a moment where apparently Miyamoto and his team were experimenting with an actual 3D Mario game on using a Super FX chip but they they weren't just not happy with any of the results they were getting so
2: they went nah good yes very good
6: I'd be interested to see what those prototypes look like but it was probably for the best
2: at this fucking rate I'm sure we'll see that eventually yeah so the
3: prototype for um, Yoshi's Island was called Super Donkey I don't (laughs) know if that kind of points towards the fact that Miyamoto wanted to make something that was superior to Donkey Kong Country or what
6: I mean I don't know what the translation is like in Japanese of a particular scene but at the very end of the game like Bowser baby Bowser calls you what kind of donkey is that yeah like i think it was probably more that they were making a game where like the hero is riding on another creature and like it just made sense to call it donkey at the time perhaps i don't know the prototype game is actually nothing like yoshi's
3: island you play as a little man who can fly it's weird yeah it's very odd Do we want to talk about these super effects in the game as well?
6: Oh, hell yes. Yes. Half of Yoshi's Island
2: is a tech demo. Yeah, bosses and enemies. Oh, dude, the bosses in Yoshi's Island are, like, so good. (sighs) I actually like this philosophy of boss design where, like, the boss isn't a big challenge, but it's, like, a fun set piece that is, like, a reward for doing well and for playing the game. Mm. (laughs) Nintendo has rewarded us. Nintendo rewarded us with these bosses.
3: Yeah, like Kesson said, they're not difficult at all, but they're cool to look at and they're
6: memorable yeah lots of it is just pushing pixels around the screen like pushing sprites rotating them and um, in in smalling them it's just they used every ounce of sprite deformation that the super fx 2 chip could give you because like the super fx chip is known for its 3d capabilities but it does a fuck ton if you want to do 2d stuff with it as well like there's a lot of stuff you can do with it that no one else really did because there were like five super fx 2 games and who cares
0: yeah and look, there's even Vore. There's even Vore. Yeah, there is with the uh yeah, with the frog thing. I haven't played this game since I was like fucking nine. But yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I forget his name, but the, the
1: gooey guy with the weak spot in his core and you have to yes. keep throwing eggs to make a dent in him. Oh, yeah, that's yeah cool. it's really so cool. great. So like
6: the deformation on that's great. Like that's something you don't see anywhere else really on the Super Nintendo either very cool the sub boss of the last world is like a big spiky guy in like a room full of blocks that you'd like use breakout yes breakout.
4: yeah
3: like
6: the amount of shit that goes on on the screen when you are bouncing eggs in that room is absolutely insane like in any other game it would slow down but because there's a super fx2 chip it just it doesn't it doesn't stop yeah and touch fuzzy we haven't even talked
3: about touch fuzzy touch Touch fuzzy fuzzy. is so cool the way the like the whole game wobbles it can save a jump if you're about to fall down a pit and the game wobbles in the right way you can land it
2: the impressive thing about touch fuzzy as well is that like because of the way images are drawn onto the screen on old consoles they're drawn scan line by scan line Mm. so when the water ripples in sonic the hedgehog it ripples horizontally and that's really easy to well it's not easy to do but you can send an interrupt to the cpu and be like draw this scan line slightly off-center, mm. then draw this game line here, then draw this game line here. Doing it vertically, on the other hand, is really fucking difficult. So it was Nintendo totally flexing for absolutely no reason. They could have done the effect horizontally. They just chose not to. <laughs>
6: half of the effects that are done on any like 2D game on like anything that's on a CRT is done entirely through a CRT. Like Half of them only work because it's rendered on a CRT. It's one of the reasons why emulation of like the Super FX2 effects and anything vertical scan line like it just took them ages
2: to do properly because the timing is very finicky you've yes. got to do all of the calculations of what has to happen to the next line while the electron beam is going from the right hand side of the previous line to the left hand side of the new line
6: which happens in like 16 milliseconds at best because it's 60 frames a second on an ntsc machine a technical marvel of a game they're calling it a technical marvel
5: We didn't even talk about the fucking final boss yet. It's so good. Oh, the final boss is good. He's in the background running at you and using super effects chip and it's like got kick-ass music and it's
3: Oh, oh, it's so good. (laughs) I don't like the final boss because I find it really difficult to aim
5: the eggs. I don't
3: like it mechanically, really.
0: I love it. A, I don't really like the final boss music uh, and B, uh, it doesn't look that hard. It's not that hard. It's not, hard. it's not hard. It's not hard at all. Specs are just bad at games. It's true. Great Thanks.
2: <laughs>
1: guys, <laughs> thanks.
2: I like the evolving
1: map screen theme. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so good. I
2: forgot about that. I do love Nintendo. Always does this with music. They they have little bits of music that evolve as you um, as you play through the game. It's beautiful. Yeah.
3: Originally, they were planned to have an animated map screen for each world as well, but it got scrapped, which was unfortunate because it looks really nice. The uh, the one they had for world one. I really like all of the music in Yoshi's Island. I don't think there's enough music in this game, though.
2: I do agree. It's the classic Koji Kondo problem in that he writes like seven or eight themes and then they get used over and over in a game with like 40 levels. Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
5: Mario World is the same way. So, yeah,
2: I don't think it's as bad as Mario
3: World because Mario World's soundtrack just isn't as strong as well.
2: (laughs) Mario World has like it has like three themes and like one of them is good. Yeah. Yoshi's has still
3: only got like five or six themes though and they're good they're really they're good music they're really good but songs, yeah. they it does start to get like draining especially when you get to the last world and it's like shouldn't there be special music for the last world and it's just the cave theme it's like eh. yeah
6: all the music is great though
5: and remember you play through this whole game only for them to tell you that you deliver them to the wrong parents <laughs> <laughs>
6: It's true. We don't talk about Yoshi's Island 2, though, because it's not good.
2: Yoshi's New Island? Yeah. You don't want to crack open any eggs about, like, Mario's heritage. Like, don't go there.
6: It's Yoshi's Island DS, isn't it, that comes after, and that's the one where, like, you find out that it was wrong.
2: No, so that's Yoshi's New Island. So
5: the timeline is Yoshi's Island, then Yoshi's New Island, then Yoshi's Island DS.
2: Whoa. Look, all the Yoshi's Island games are just the same premise, so... Yeah, yeah. it's true. It doesn't matter. Where
3: does Yoshi's Universal Gravitation fit into this timeline? What? Wait, what? Have you never played Yoshi's Universal Gravitation?
6: Everyone forgets Yoshi's Universal Gravitation. I
5: don't know what you're talking about. What?
3: I'm not memeing. There is a game called Yoshi's Universal Gravitation. It's true. What the fuck? It's like a mini game compilation. Oh, <laughs>
5: wait. It has it, oh, does it have a different
2: name in pal. It,
3: it might have been Yoshi's Topsy-Turvy or something. Yeah, topsy-turvy. Topsy-Turvy for us. Oh,
2: mate, Universal Gravitation is a way better name. It is. <laughs> what would they like <laughs> fucking Europeans will understand this difficult concept?
6: Also, where, does, where is Touch and Go?
2: More like Touch and Cloth. I
3: think Woolly World is the best
5: Yoshi game. It's been a long time since I played Woolly World. I do remember really liking it when it was out, though. It's definitely better than, like, Yoshi's New Island or Yoshi's Island DS. It's very fun. It's very good. It's got so much character. Oh, that's one thing we didn't talk
3: about. Yoshi transforms into a load of vehicles in this game.
1: Why can Yoshi do that? Yep. He's so pained. What's up with that? He just can. It's magic. It's really out of place, isn't it? You
6: ain't got to explain shit. It's magic.
2: It's fun. I like it.
6: It makes sense in Woolly World. I'd forgotten he did
3: it in Yoshi's Island, the original. And I, when I went back to play this, I was like, wait, he does that in this game too? Like, do all his organs just restructure into the shapes of these it's like magic. planes and it's stuff magic. he transforms into?
2: Look we've talked about this this is why miyamoto isn't allowed to talk about his fetishes in public transformation (laughs) tags transformation for eggs drug use drug feet feet (laughs) Feet. closing thoughts on yoshis island overall i think yoshis
3: is a good game but i don't think i it's probably not the best yoshi game actually i think woolly world is better because it goes further with the mechanics like Every Yoshi game is the same game. They have not changed the mechanics in Yoshi's since Yoshi's Island. I haven't played all of them, but the ones I have played play exactly the same. And there's nothing you can really add to or take away from that game other than kind of graphics and gimmicks to make it any better or worse. It all comes down to level design. And I think because it's easier to 100% the later Yoshi games, because they don't do this annoying progression system where you have to redo the whole level again. Actually, they're much more enjoyable to play and they can be better. The games for it.
2: I'm moving us to the next thing. What's our next book club game? Didn't we decide this in advance? Right about now, it's time to rock. With the biggity, biggity buck.
3: buck bumble. Oh no. god, is it biggity buck
2: bumble? Bomb Bum to, Bum to the base, to the base, Bum to the base. I want UK house
0: music without buck bumble.
2: Buck bumble, buck bumble.
0: I've never heard of this game. What the fuck are you talking about?
3: Buck bumble is our next book club game. <laughs>
0: After
2: 3,000 hours, a pet fish has completed Pokémon Ruby. Nice. Nice. Happy for him. Good job, fish.
3: How did this fish complete this game?
2: So what they did was they put the fish in a tank and they pointed a camera at the tank and they said, "Okay, I'm going to delineate different regions of the tank as different inputs, like different buttons that the GBA is is pressing. And then I'm just going to sort of leave the fish to it. No, so
5: I think there was more to it because I remember seeing this article and being like, there's no way a fish like beat the game with like zero input from people. I think there was some way that the chat could influence like the game in some way, yeah, which made it less impressive
2: no the owner did it so the owner started the game restored the party if there was a total knockout and also proceeded when there was a manual command that had to be entered because you're right otherwise the game would just go on literally forever so was the fish actually like only
5: controlling battles or was it also moving the character on the overworld it was also moving the character on the overworld oh shit that's actually really impressive then
2: (laughs) if the fish got to a point on the overworld where like an item had to be used then the owner would go through the menus and input the item. Because that's so many buttons that you'd have to click correctly in a row that it would just never happen. But
5: the fish was still getting to like the towns it needed to get to and like going through gyms and shit. I mean it's Pokemon. It's not rocket science. I mean it's a it's a big it's a big world. <laughs>
3: maybe there's something about entropy in the Pokemon games always forces you upwards because we we talked about this the other day Pokemon is always just a walk steadily upwards to the Elite Four isn't it so you know maybe something about Pokemon's entropy system just makes you go upwards more likely than downwards go up ways go
6: up ways
3: is this longer or shorter than Twitch Plays Pokemon took to beat Pokemon
5: definitely longer Twitch Plays Pokemon was like two weeks right something Mm -hmm. like that yeah they ruined
3: it by
1: allowing the anarchy diplomacy system. I agree. We talked about this way back when Twitch Plays Pokemon happened, but when the guy started fucking with his own rules, yeah, I got so mad. Yeah, I lost all <laughs> respect for that. <laughs> yeah, that's when I stopped paying attention to it. Yeah, it's said it in the Twitch description. Like, this is an experiment to see if the chat can beat
0: Pokemon. But if it's an experiment, why would you change the rules midway? You you want them to win. Let the power go to his head for sure. Um. Uh. Uh. The fucking Stanford uh, prison experiments you had to change it
3: (laughs) 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 what pokemon will complete animal next i'll edit that so it sounds right in the edit (laughs)
1: I think rats or hamsters are a pretty good bet because they're always moving around. Ooh, a rat rat does sound like a good
0: one. They're also pretty smart. And they also piss all the time. They do. They do. Capybaras are pretty hot right now. They're pretty big, though. They're pretty big and they're pretty placid. Capybara pretty thick, though.
3: (laughs) Stop it. Did you hear about this um, this crab's logic gate thing?
1: Yes, yes, I did. Yeah,
3: I heard about that. Yeah, so it takes, I, I can't remember how many crabs it is, but it takes like thousands of crabs to make one logic gate. So people have theorized how many crabs it would take to run Doom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: 18,500
0: crabs could run Doom.
6: That's not that many crabs.
0: Yeah, 16 billion, like like that's actually an attainable number of crabs. <laughs> Let's do it. We'd have to take turns. We would have to take turns. It'll be like those weird giant like formations like in Outer Wilds where you're just like looking and there's a giant like huge part of the planet dedicated to running doom via crab. (laughs) Because I imagine you'd have to like scale it pretty like you need that many like logic gates and like crabs are a lot bigger than, you know, circuits and computer chips. You're really small crabs.
3: Does anyone know why they're using crabs and not like ants or something smaller?
2: Yeah. I'd always thought that you could make a computer using ants if you knew what you were doing. Well, that's the idea of Grolgo, isn't it? Exactly. And no one
3: will steal it from me. Moving on, do you want some less weird news from
2: me, Specs? You, Specs.
3: As we all know, we are in the best era for video gaming, the era of leaks and uh, prototypes. 700 more than 700 ps2 prototypes have been released there are an absolute shit ton of demos now available to play that were unreleased builds or completely unreleased games for the ps2 give us some highlights shadow of the colossus Mm. zone of the enders Mm. there's about 20 different versions of a game called alias if you're interested in that the Mummy Returns on PS2. Ooh,
2: It's not the Game Boy version, so I don't care.
3: Some of the Dragon Ball fighting games, Dot Hack, Wild Arms 3, Dog's Life.
2: Paper hey, 2. There's Spyro in here.
3: Dirge of Cerberus. Beyond Good and Evil's in there.
2: I don't think that Beyond Good and Evil is very different. I would love to play a Beyond Good and Evil prototype from before they like simplified all the combat systems and stuff. It's just like any, any PS2
3: game you could think of. is probably in here. ECO, Jeremy McGrath, Supercross World.
0: <laughs>
6: Crash Twin Sanity.
0: There's a prototype of the Da Vinci Code game. <laughs> <laughs> Dino Stalker's in there. There was a God Hand one that I was really excited about, but there's almost
1: nothing different.
2: Yeah, a lot of these are like really close to release builds. That's kind of what disappointed me about this. So, yeah, I get, we are living in a golden age of like leaked video game betas. What do you think about unreleased games, Fex? Not to flog a dead dinosaur,
3: but uh, I've been playing a shitload of the Dinosaur Planet unreleased prototype for the N64. It is immense how much stuff there is in the prototype people are data mining it they're basically going through each area of the game to like activate flags to see if it sets off like cutscene triggers and stuff and there's so much content in this i've been playing the game without any cheat codes or anything like that just to see how far you can get in it and you can get pretty far but like people have found so many cutscenes. like there's an hour and 20 minutes of cutscene footage already on youtube there's more than that actually in the game the whole map is basically accessible and someone made a really cool map view of for it but this game is it would be like a 20 hour long game i think on the n64 which i guess ocarina of time is probably a comparable length but uh, like, I could go on for ages about Dinosaur Planet, but it's just a really impressive game.
2: Yeah, it may be... I, so you may do, at some point, a special Dinosaur Planet podcast, I yeah, think, because there's too much it. stuff to just fit into this one, but yeah. it is basically like... If it had been released on N64, it would have been the most technologically ambitious N64 game ever made. Yeah. yeah. Probably without much competition. Mm-hmm. The thing
3: that impresses me most about it is there are no loading transitions in this game. It's an open world game pretty much where everything is just streamed in real time because it's on an N64. It's like solid state cartridge, obviously. So it can stream data fast enough that like you just walk into the next area and it loads in and there's just a tiny little transitional area. And yeah, that breaks a lot because the game is buggy and unfinished, but
2: it's really impressive Mm. just to not encounter a loading screen at all. If they had finished it, you would have been able to walk from one end of the game world to the other with absolutely no like transition screens or loading screens or you know like any bits where the game like fades to black and then fades back in that's just crazy
6: the only time it is is like warlock mountain isn't it where you have to switch or when you switch characters if you switch characters
3: or if you warp to warlock mountain yeah there's a there's a loading screen but i'm not convinced that it deloads the stuff that was in in the game probably doesn't because of various glitches i've managed to trigger i managed to get one whole area never to load properly again so it didn't load any of the textures for the area and even after transitioning to the other character and back that area would still not have those textures loaded. So its it seems to me like it probably is kind of persistent all the way through which is weird and probably one of the reasons the game crashes so often. <laughs> But yeah, it's, uh, it's good. And there's a lot of content on our YouTube and on my YouTube that I will link to this podcast in case anyone is interested in looking at Dinosaur Planet stuff. But it's really neat. I'm planning to go to Rare's headquarters because they're only 20 minutes away from me and uh, take
2: pictures of their Dinosaur Planet memorabilia if they'll let me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> just, just, He's just, I'm
2: your biggest fan. Do you want to see something completely irrelevant and pointless? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look at that. Ew. The Thrustmaster.
6: I used to have one of those.
2: Somebody made, well, the company Thrustmaster, they made a joystick called the Thrustmaster T-Flight Hot Ass X. Yes. <laughs> no.
6: If you know what hot ass means, do you know what hot ass means? Yeah, it's an ass that is hot. No. It's not.
0: (laughs) Yes, my friends pronounce it HOTUS, and they do this to play Elite Dangerous.
6: It's hands-on throttle and stick. That doesn't make it
2: any better.
0: (laughs) HOTUS. When lockdown is over, I'm gonna do local multiplayer, and I'm not gonna have a second gamepad, I'm just gonna give him one of those.
2: <laughs> here's my Player 2 controller, let's play Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. I went
3: round a guy's house once when I was like 10, and he was like, you wanna play some co-op Halo? I was like, yeah, sure, here's my second controller, and it was one of these. <laughs> and so, like, I had to aim up and down by pushing the joystick backwards and forwards. No. But to shoot, I had to, like, flip a, like, thrust Flipper (laughs) And then I could t- I could move with there was a thumbstick on the joystick. So like I could use the thumbstick to move my oh character, God. flight stick to to look around, this weird thruster thingy to shoot, and then there were a load of other buttons I can't remember.
6: Nice.
0: You ever get one of those HOTUS things that has like the uh the secret like emergency button that you have to flip open like yes. a plastic
4: thing?
2: Yes. Hell fucking
0: yes. I love it.
3: Love those. Sounds like something Mitch's dad's probably got. Almost certainly.
0: What's your thing, Mike? I am here to offer a review of Dragon's Blood, the Dota 2 anime. Oh yeah?
3: <laughs> I was surprised to see that they had made one, but I know nothing about it.
0: Isn't it
2: done by someone who's had quite a good track record?
0: Yeah, yeah. They got like some of the voice actors from actually from Dota. Otherwise, uh, just completely unremarkable paint-by-numbers shit. Um, Pretty bad. Uh, Worse than the Snyder Cut. <laughs> I mean, looking at this, it just looks kind of bland. Yeah, no, it's it's just, it's straight up just like paint by numbers, fucking, fucking storytelling. And there's actually like a lot of kind of scenes where it really seemed like it was kind of on a budget, like they were kind of rushing things, like a lot of panning across completely still shots while like, you know, ambience of like a tavern plays. That's pronounced anime, Mike. You're
2: watching anime. If you want frames, watch something else. Watch American animation, and by that I mean Korean animation.
3: All I want to know is: Is there a point in the show, at any point, where uh, one of the
0: characters says "mid" or "feed"?
4: <laughs>
0: Stop feeding. No, no, it's it's lacking in um, a lot of the things that I've come to expect from Dota Two, which is yeah, people being complete assholes, weird racism, getting reported for just playing poorly. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not a Dota Two experience. But along with this, they did create like a a mode for people to learn the game via anime? Well, no, they figured they would get, like, an influx of new players because of the anime, and so they created, like, a super easy mode, which, by the way, doesn't have any consequences for leaving. Nice. Yeah, so it's like playing Dota 1. Yeah, doesn't one match of
1: League take like 40 minutes to an hour?
0: Yeah, yeah, it can do. So if you, if you get shotted in with a bunch of assholes, you're just stuck with those assholes for that long? Yeah. No wonder people are miserable. Yeah, you are, but you can vote to surrender. Dota 2, you absolutely are shuttered in with those assholes. Great. But you have to wait like, I think, what, 20 minutes before you can vote to surrender? Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't played League in forever. Yeah, me neither. Because I don't support toxic work environments. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Moving on, talking about toxic environments in video gaming, have you guys heard about Intel Bleep? Oh, yes. Intel Bleep on N-Word off is the tagline (laughs) intel bleep is an ai controlled chat filter for voice chat in video games you can set the amount of certain types of abuse you want to filter through your voice chat
2: oh so you're allowed a little bit of abuse
3: (laughs) you get a choice between none some moderate or all and uh, the categories are sexism racism white supremacy aggression general abuse and slander things like that basically bullying th- things like that but the n-word is a hard um, on off toggle so uh...
2: <laughs> I, liked, I like the idea that gamers have been given the ability to choose how much sexism they want on a sliding scale <laughs> I didn't realize that. But I wonder what it does.
3: Like, do, uh, if, if it's on, like, moderate, does it just bleep out every other time someone says get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich? Or, like, it is, does it just bleep out the word sandwich?
2: It makes them say it, but more politely. You can still get
0: microaggressions through.
2: Yeah, it's like a shitty Black Mirror episode, effectively. Only it's one where the technology in the Black Mirror episode doesn't work because AI is not sophisticated enough yet for this task. I mean, my thought in in this initially
3: was, have we not had the ability to mute individual players in video games for (laughs) 10 plus years now? Really?
2: This is one reason that I will never fall to the MOBA is cuz the minute I log into an online game, I just turn all the voice chat off. Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. The reason I have this much time in Dota 2 literally is because I ignore everything that my teammates are saying.
2: <laughs> Good idea.
0: Same with me in
1: Overwatch. I haven't had voice chat on in that game for years.
2: It's better without voice chat. It really oh, is. Yeah. Yes. yeah.
6: People are starting to make team-based games where you don't need voice chat anymore in order to control it. I
2: didn't like Apex Legends, but the one thing I really liked about that game was that you can basically convey all the information you need just by using, like, that weird
0: wheel interface thing.
6: Yeah, there's context sensitive pings on everything, which makes sense. A
0: game that does that really well, fucking, uh, Deep Rock Galactic.
6: <laughs> yes.
0: You just pop in fucking rock and stone like you're good to go.
2: Rock and stone to the bone. For Carl. There's the thing, though, right? AI, you know, you have a hammer. Every problem looks like a nail. Yeah. Some people came up with really smart solutions to this problem intel haven't yep. yeah
0: yeah yeah there's a very easy solution which is never listen to voice chat yeah just be in a fucking discord i games really honestly should stop having a voice chat feature like built in like if you want to talk with your fucking friends like yeah get in get get discord in discord, get in discord you know? everyone is getting get discord yeah everyone's getting discord, discord including, including microsoft TM. yeah
5: are we gonna segue into that
3: no we're not talking about that
2: we're not no, we're not allowed that. to talk about depressing video game industry news that's why this podcast now has no content <laughs> (laughs) so uh princess diana update right yeah (laughs)
4: yeah yes i've been waiting
3: before we do the update md messaged me a couple of weeks ago and was like i joined this princess diana facebook page i think you'd really like it and he linked me to it and just every day people are posting princess diana memes and there's it's one of those quantity over quality things but there's enough quantity that sometimes you get some really good fucking laughs my favorite recent one was a custom chinaware like dinner plate with Harambe and Diana together in heaven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, beautiful. So the only one I could find was Princess Diana Legacy, the Facebook page. And <laughs> lo and behold, one of my friends likes it. So this one is called Princess Diana Keep
3: Her Memory Alive, No Trolls Allowed. And the first picture <laughs> I've got here is
2: Diana riding on Free Willy. Okay, this is gonna be a whole thing. I found the Princess Diana manga. Oh. Yes! Oh. Oh.
6: No! Oh. oh, God.
2: Three volumes, 24 chapters. Princess Diana, Queen of True Heart, the People's Princess, Love Triangle. <laughs> The love triangle is, I mean, it's the classic Princess Diana love triangle uh, with like Diana and Camilla and Prince Charles. What's really interesting about this manga is... At some point, I might do a comparison, but all you really have to know is that like all of the royal family look incredibly old and withered and inbred. And in this manga, every single one of them is like a weirdly proportioned but conventionally attractive 1989 anime character. When you compare them side by side it is the worst thing. It is the worst thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at that first page and that is that is upsetting even for anime proportions.
2: Everyone has incredibly long limbs and incredibly tall heads. And again, look at Prince Charles in this manga and then look at a picture of Prince Charles in real life. <laughs> Prince Charles in real life looks like he's half dead. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Prince Charles in this, in this manga looks like a conventional anime protagonist. Prince Philip in real life looked like he died about 10 years ago. <laughs>
3: Hi everyone, Current Events Specs here to give you the bup date. 12 days after we recorded this podcast, Prince Philip died at the age of 99. So at the time of his death, he actually looked like he died
2: 10 years and 12 days ago. Also, do you want to know what happens like near the end of this manga?
3: No, don't spoil it. Presumably there's a car crash.
2: No, 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 no. It's so much worse than that. So it ends with Diana and Charles ending the love triangle and hooking up. And then she dies in a fucking epilogue. That's like a one page log. I can't believe you've done this to me.
1: But they divorced before she. <laughs> that's so like that's so dishonest. <laughs> it's so awful.
2: Wait, is
3: this black haired guy Prince Philip? <laughs>
2: all the royals are in this and they all look like that so probably so the top picture and this should be in the show notes but the top picture is (laughs) prince charles in real life and below is prince charles as he appears in the manga He looks about a thousand years younger. What year was this though? Let's let's get Prince Charles from that year. Look up Prince Charles like 1970s. He's looked like a horrible ghoul forever
1: though, so <laughs> Yeah. He was yeah, always no. a weird looking dude, yeah, but
2: It's because he's incredibly inbred. That's what he looks like in real life at that time. He doesn't look like the anime character.
3: That looks like a generic anime man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> with with of,
3: it's, just, it's, it's just a just generic shonen. They didn't care what they looked like. They're like, let's just draw. Do- I wonder if this even started as a Princess Diana manga, or whether they just attached the
1: names of like the royal family <laughs> yeah. to to get publicity. They got the Princess Diana
2: license just to fucking search and replace. The artist was like, "Oh, Princess Diana's popular
0: right now. Let's let's throw that on there." There was that, like, fucking Baron Trump manga oh, that, that came out, and there was something like, now that my loud dad is president, I will never be able to find peace or whatever. Trump was in a special episode of Death Note.
3: <laughs> like, they brought Death Note back, and Trump gets the Death Note in it.
1: Uh... That's kind of funny, but I won't watch it. He's in Bucky the Grappler as well. I think Bucky has had a lot of US presidents in it. Take this with
3: a pinch of salt. I don't think it's verified, and I don't think it's true. But there was a a Twitter storm in the Sonic community recently in which a content creator in the Sonic community was supposedly having an extramarital affair with Ryan Drummond, who was the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in the Sonic Adventure kind of era. Now, I don't think this was true, but it raises a question. Now, the Twitter post that went out from a possible like uh, fabricated account account was, I just had sex with Sonic, he used the voice. Now, my question is, if you were having sex with someone who was a voice actor from video games, would you want them to do various video game voices while having sex with them? No, I'm a normal human being.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, Jesus,
3: God! If you were having sex with Sonic the Hedgehog's voice actor, would you want him to go,
4: whoa, this
3: pussy's
0: pretty deep! Oh God! Oh, Specs, why? Everybody it. involved in this and everybody it. keeping track of this needs to be put on a fucking list.
1: <laughs> I've already got Specs's pants on fire. It's fine. Maybe Steve Blum, Spike Beagle, but otherwise not. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ooh, slippery slope.
0: If it, yeah, if it's a voice actor who literally just like, like if it's like H. John Benjamin who just uses his normal voice everywhere, then I, I mean, I suppose it's unavoidable.
3: Okay, let's let's move on from there. Let's say you're having sex with Henry Cavill. Would you want him to act like the Witcher? I mean, just
6: grunt non-committally at everything.
0: Just gr- <laughs> yes. grunt non-committally as he thrusts. <sighs> Henry Cavill's a big enough Witcher fan that he would probably do that anyway, without you asking.
6: Almost certainly.
0: But would you want
6: him
3: to do it? Would that be creepy? Because if you're saying Sonic the Hedgehog's voice having sex with you would be creepy, would it be creepy for the Witcher to do it? Because he's a cartoon animal.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Whatever I hear or see anything about the Sonic community. It's the exact same alarms go off in my head as when I look at ASMR videos. It's like, you haven't done anything perverse yet, but I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. It's, it's... I'm
2: waiting. No. Oh. Oh. I've been thinking a lot about um, Christian Sonic the Hedgehog fan art recently. <laughs> Haven't we all? Yeah, probably.
3: Have you been on the bad Sonic fan art Twitter? Because that place is a gold mine for Christian Sonic.
2: Oh, nice. I should pick that up. There's an article here in NYMAG entitled Why is there so much Christian Sonic the Hedgehog fan art? I think my favorite one is um, just the picture of the crucifixion of Christ, but with yes. Sonic the Hedgehog standing in the bottom yes. right of the frame. I love that so much. I want to get a print of it and hang it in
0: my house. Oh man, I've got a better subgenre of this. It's a Islamic Hulk meme.
4: <laughs>
3: Can
0: you read the quote for us, please, Mike? Strong men aren't just the ones with big muscles. They are also the men who spend all of their energy spreading the truth of Allah. And the picture is of Hulk pointing towards Mecca
3: and uh, starting to prostrate on a prayer match.
2: Hashtag Hulk
6: praise. Hashtag
0: Hulk praise. Hashtag Muslim Euros, Hashtag Mufti news.
2: You know, now that I've seen Islamic Hulk artwork, Christian Sonic artwork just seems so pitifully
0: vanilla. I'm always suspicious of it, but it is this weird fixation on something from your childhood, and you know, religion in a psychosexual and developmental sense can get wrapped up in a lot of that shit too. So, like, I can I can see those concepts you, you know marrying in, in someone's head. Stimulates the same
2: area of your brain. <laughs> yeah, Sonic
3: the Hedgehog stimulates the same area of my brain as Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 They're both my Lord and Savior.
0: Yeah, and there's some out there who like they imagine having sex with Jesus Christ but he's doing the sonic voice
2: (laughs) Uh. hey kids remember it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for the rich man to pass into the kingdom of God whoa
0: oh boy it was sure
2: cold in that tomb (laughs) anybody got a chili dog (laughs)
3: literally We're going to do sphinx kinks. We did it last time. I've reformulated the rules a little bit. So, the way this is going to work is I'm going to give you a category of fetish and you are going to think of the first video game that comes to your head and then uh, write it down. We're going to compare answers across everybody and if two people have the same answer, they lose a point. The person with the least amount of points at the end of the game will be the loser and uh, I don't know, we'll call them the submissive gene or something. I've pre-prepared all my answers, so I can't cheat or anything. Does everyone kind of understand where we're going with this?
2: Is this a team game or is this... uh... This isn't a team
3: game. It's all for for one now and one for all. So we're all competing against each other. So you want to think of a game as quickly as possible. Don't put too much thought into it because it works better like that. That signifies the fetish that I'm going to give you. All right you're all gonna write down in chat your answer and then we'll all reveal at the same time and then we'll just read down a list and i want to know why you chose that as your fetish game as well so our first fetish on sphinx kinks today is role play please write down a game that symbolizes role play mm. okay on three everyone hit enter five four three so from top to bottom uh mike what is yours Pillars of Eternity. Yeah, this this is was was more more of an obvious one than I thought because people are just going to think of a role playing game, aren't they?
6: No, I I have a specific reason for mine.
0: Well, and and in Pillars of Eternity, you are a you are a a soul that is taken on different roles throughout history. Plus Pillars make me think of Dicks. He's
6: not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong.
0: So Moogs has gone for Dark Souls.
3: Moogle Pies.
6: All I can think of now about roleplay is uh, is Mitch taking on different voices when he puts himself as Prop Hunt. Um, that's all I can think about.
1: <laughs> Willie, Oblivion has a bunch of like sex mods for it and shit like that.
2: <laughs>
6: oh god. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, It does. Uh, cats. I think Baldur's Gate is the archetypical playing game because I've chosen a very innocent interpretation of this fetish. <laughs> Personas, they
5: got a lot of like people that you can go for and you kind of like pick your own adventure. I don't know.
6: <laughs> it's got dick monsters in it as well. It
5: does also have dick monsters.
3: I went with Costume Quest because you dress up in that game. Yeah. Our next fetish, Orgy. Orgy is our next fetish. Ooh. Nobody lost any points there, by the way, because we all had different. Everyone hit enter on three, five, four, three. Fuck. (laughs) Okay,
2: so uh, Moogle.
6: Massive action game is 128 people in one place.
2: That's true. With the
6: same objective.
2: Why the fuck do you remember Massive Action Game?
3: You don't remember Massive Action Game on the PS3?
2: I remember Massive Action Game. Game's been buried in my memory for 10 years. 128 players,
3: lads. 128. Cats and Bran, you've got the same game.
2: No, no. That means we lose, doesn't it? Damn. What is your game? Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Indeed. Why did you think of that for an orgy? Uh, a lot of characters have got their shoes off in that game and that makes it an orgy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay, so you're both on minus one
0: point, guys. Mike? Spore. Why spore? That's how they reproduce. Like, it's just like this weird, you you have to go out and like make friends with people and explain your poly lifestyle to become a... Diplomatic creature that just came out of the sea and then you go back and you have an orgy and reproduce
3: I went with Katamari Damashi mm. because you you form a, a big orgy bundle of stuff and woolly
1: I'm on the same page as Moogle here I picked Dynasty Warriors because there's lots of people on screen all, all in a big pile There
3: Good An interesting fetish Armpits Oh
1: Ooh.
5: no What? <laughs>
6: Oh, he's, he's already done it. That's fine. Oh, I've already posted.
5: Moogle, no. <laughs>
6: I accidentally hit the like, it hit the, the enter button while I was doing that. Alright, everybody else, let me know when you got one.
0: Done. Alright, I've got one. I've got one. Update.
6: Okay, so uh, Moogle. Toho? Uh, the main heroine of the series has exposed armpits and it's a meme in the community.
1: Willy? In Ostrus Raph, he has six arms. Six arms, six armpits, baby. <laughs> That's a good shout. <laughs>
6: <laughs> You've
3: got six arms, that must mean you have a lot of armpits. You
0: can't argue with the logic, The logic is sound, lads. That's a good choice. Mike? Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah, you remember Olga. Oh god, I remember now. Olga,
6: with the hairy armpits, yeah. Oh yeah!
0: Yeah, yeah. I was also gonna say Death Stranding for I think one of the holy games with mottled armpit hair. <laughs>
3: I'm gonna take mine and Cat's Mans as the same
2: game. No, don't do that. It's, it's the same
3: series. We've got. Well,
2: I've I- specifically picked Final Fantasy 2 because it is in fact a different game to Final Fantasy Thirteen. Okay, we'll lose
3: half a point each. Then <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. Lightning. Very much armpit game on show.
2: That's the only thing I know about that game. I know that it's bad and it's got a famous armpit in it.
5: Yeah. And Bran, you went with? I went with arms because there's lots of different kinds of arms, which means lots of different kinds of armpits. So there's an armpit for everyone. Good stuff. Mind control is my next one. Mind control is the fetish. Catsman. Man.
1: Psychonauts. It's my favorite game about mind control. <laughs> Fair enough. Woolly. Super Mario Odyssey. I guess it's. Yeah. I guess it's more than mind control, but that is what he does. Yeah.
3: I mean Mario. Mario lives the person's entire life when he goes
5: into their
1: body, doesn't he? He
2: gets their memories too.
5: Yeah, it's true. He lives in their head, rent
2: free. <laughs> and they take on physical attributes of him, which is kind of weird when you think about it.
1: But if, if you're turned on by mind control, that would be exciting to you, right? That Mario's mustache gets on the.
2: I would want mind control. I would not want Mario's mustache. That's an additional fetish that I have no interest in. That's true.
0: That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, my ears perked up though <laughs> <laughs> mike starcraft 2 uh the infester unit literally can just mm. neural parasite uh but also pretty much any blizzard plot line has yes. some elements of of corruption or mind control
6: you've got that building for the terrans that mind control zerg units as well
0: like literally all of Diablo revolves around the Soul Stone mind controlling somebody. Somebody
2: at Blizzard who just has a totally platonic interest in mind control. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and his name is Chris Metzen and they let him write everything.
6: <laughs> Moogle, why have you gone with Persona? Because it always involves in going into people's heads and changing their outlook on something. And that's technically mind control of a kind.
3: Yep, and Bran and I have both gone with Pikmin. What were you thinking of specifically, Bran?
5: Um, So I was thinking of Mind Control, and then also I had Orgy on the mind because of the previous one. I was thinking, (laughs) man, Olimar probably does some crazy shit with all those Pikmin after dark.
3: So I, I think I was specifically thinking of those mushroom things that spore in Pikmin 1 and like control your Pikmin.
5: Yeah, the puff stool, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: So me and Bran minus one each for that. Everyone else stays neutral. Our next one is Transformation.
2: This is surprisingly hard. My one's
3: a bit out of left field for this. Everyone go!
2: Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it! I
3: knew it, I knew it. Okay, Wooly and Cats, wise from your grave.
2: Wise from your grave.
1: Altered Beast is a—it's a, it's a kind of a sexual game. Like you're this yeah. grotesquely muscular dude who just keeps growing.
2: It's got this very like late '80s closet furry sexual energy. You don't just turn into a big
1: muscular animal out of nowhere. You get—you get more and more muscular constantly until you finally turn. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that game.
1: <laughs> yeah, its its it's my, its my favorite Genesis game because of how absurd it is. It's also my favorite King Izzard song, so I'm always thinking about Altered Beast. (laughs) Moogle.
6: I have picked uh, Breath of Fire, um, because half of the allies and enemies you have as a JRPG transform into mythical beasts of some kind.
3: All right, fair. Uh, Mike, you gone with Prey, the new one?
0: Yes, yes. Over the course of it, as you get infested with more venom, then yeah, you you slowly transform. And then there's a surprise at the ending. Bran? splatoon transforming between animal and
5: you're a kid now you're a squid now i didn't want to say that line because it's kind of <laughs> sucks but yes They do transform.
3: I went with Banjo-Kazooie because when you go visit Mumbo, he turns you into various things.
5: I'm surprised no one picked Yoshi's Island.
2: Yeah, I didn't want to because I knew someone else would pick it.
5: Probably too easy, right? Yeah. I
2: didn't because I thought someone else would pick it. God, we're all such idiots. Yes, no. Okay,
3: next one is Necrophilia. Oh, no. Everyone go.
1: Okay, Woolly. So in Planescape Torment, you play as a dead guy and there's, there's always dead people around, but you're also looking for your living lover and you can like have romances with other living people. So that's necrophilia.
2: Catsman. I mean, I don't really think I have to explain this. The sheer number of people who want to fuck Sans Undertale speaks for itself. <laughs>
6: Mooglepies. Ghouls everywhere. I'm pretty sure there's at least one game where there's a romance
1: option with a ghoul character. Are ghouls dead in Fallout? No, they are just heavily irradiated and mutated.
6: They're basically like zombies.
1: They look like zombies, which is why they're called that.
2: They look like members of the British royal family.
6: (laughs) 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 Their skin is rotting and going, which is what I'm going for, like, necrophilia at that point. Like, they- fundamentally the tissue is fucking dead.
0: Oh, damn, I should have put Fallout the Frontier on here. It's a gateway
2: necrophilia thing, isn't it? Yeah. Who's next? Bran. There is a zombie character in
5: Shantae that is very like horny on main character design.
3: Yeah. rotty tops. Rottie tops. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I guess all the characters in that game are horny on main, but there's a zombie one. Yep. Fair enough. Uh,
0: Mike. Warcraft 3, both for the presence of actual necromancers and for the uh, uh, transition from the human campaign to the undead campaign where you kill your daddy fetish and get into necrophilia. Nice.
3: Okay. And I've gone with Lollipop Chainsaw because at the start of the game, the main character's love interest is decapitated and uh, from there on is a talking head. I do remember that. That's a bad game. Nobody should play that game. (laughs) Terrible game. (laughs) It's not good at all. The last one will be Swingers Party or Swinging. What? what? It's not exactly like an orgy,
0: like wife swapping I guess is. It's, yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a cousin of cuckolding. Oh, I have no idea. Oh man, yeah. I'm trying to think of like famous video game, like Love Triangle kind of things.
2: You people are all idiots. they i. D- <laughs> Oh, I've done it again. I think I think Moogle shouldn't be allowed to win because doing that puts him big advantage.
6: Yeah, like don't don't give me any points for this round. Like
3: maybe we'll reduce Mo- Moogle's overall score because of his cheating.
6: The last time was a complete accident, and I shouldn't have been aware of it. This time, I've just pressed enter like reflexively,
2: and that's my fault. You've Come to regret your words and deeds. All right, everyone, go.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no! No! no!
2: Yes! You
3: fool, Catsman! You fool! Of course, the only correct answer is Donkey Kong, King of Swing!
2: <laughs> In every way that it is possible for Donkey Kong to swing, he swings.
6: So, did you have this entire segment just so that you can make that one joke at the end? A lot of this
3: segment is just so that I can make specific jokes, and that is one of them. So,
2: yes. Fuck you, Specs. I'm turning into you.
6: <laughs>
2: Moogle.
6: Uh, you swap partners on a regular basis in Dreamland 3 and you make them all jealous when you do so. Yeah. You you have animal buddies who you, you team up with. Fair enough. Uh, Wooly, why have you gone with Mario Tennis?
1: You have a partner and also you switch sides. That's the best I got. And
6: also you swing a racket as well. So, yeah, that's a solid choice. You swing a racket. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: That's all right. <laughs> I'll give you that then. Uh, Mike? I think, uh, like there has to be multiple instances in Hitman, like the series overall, where you are trying to kill someone at basically a swingers party.
3: Now, if I had also put Hitman 2, would we have needed to get into a debate about which Hitman 2 we were talking about?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm talking about the new one where basically like the last level is basically like going to freaky little St. James.
3: Now, was Hitman 2, the original Hitman 2, called Hitman 2 something? Or was it also just called Hitman 2? Hitman 2, the silent assassin. I hate video game naming conventions. Bran, why
5: have you gone with Xenoblade 2? Uh, because there's big booba sword that's actually two big booba sword ladies that you switch between in the game constantly fair fair okay
3: so that brings our scores to take one away from me okay moogle minus one woolly minus one bran minus two me minus 2.5 Catsman, minus 3.5, mm-hmm. which leaves Mike as our winner with no
6: points. Good.
3: Yes.
0: Damn it.
6: Let's go. I'll take my L because I fucked up.
0: Cream rises to the top. Let's do a fetish game on that. I don't know if this means that Mike
3: has the best fetishes because nobody else has the same fetish as him, <laughs> or whether he's got the worst fetishes because nobody's
0: got the same fetish as him. (laughs) I'm surprised we went through all of this without touching on Shower With Your Dad Simulator. (laughs) Taboo Incest is on next
3: round, so we'll get to that, don't worry. Yeah,
2: all right. I'm going to be honest, I think Mike won because he can name a CRPG for every fetish. so i do have one more thing again it is a lot it is a weird wiki do you want the weird wiki sure sure oh here we go again i like a weird wiki go on so i was looking up i think it might be like something related to donkey kong or yoshi's island and i stumbled upon this wiki that started off telling me perfectly normal things about donkey kong and then it um Uh, It just started like naming Donkey Kong games that didn't exist and characters that didn't exist and consoles that didn't exist. This is an example of one of the pages I found on this wiki.
3: Do you think this wiki may have been invented by us in the future when we've released the
2: Book of Kong? (laughs) (laughs) Let me read you this page. So this is apparently a character in the new Fantendoverse. Ivian, alternatively known by his stage name Ivian Indigo, is a Beon of Xenonian descent currently residing on the intergalactic party bus. Ivian was born on Xeon, but after leaving the planet on his own terms, was discovered and hired by Jasper Jabberwocky, the eccentric host of the new interstellar game show Deep Space Hullabaloo. The page goes on like this. It goes on for ages. There's tons of drawings of Ivian Indigo, descriptions of everything that he likes. There's a lot. But like, the thing is, it's another one of those fan wikis that just has everything. Here is the V-Squared, a ninth generation console created by Taroko in junction with Nintendo and Sony.
6: Is this... is this... Just AI generated.
2: Games for the Taroko include Fantendo Smash Bros. Victory, Lego Fantendo, Exoverse, Amy vs. The Future, Super Smash Bros. Cross, Calvin Ball. Super Smash Bros. Cross was on the Wii. That was Brawl. Mario Kart V-Squared, Mother 5, Kirby and the Distorted Realm.
3: Can I just say that the picture of this console makes it look like the console is attached to the left-hand side of the controller, (laughs) like like it's just sticking out and there's a whirlwind on the other side of the controller, who knows what that's for.
2: I should point out that this wiki is fully illustrated with like MS Paint slash Paint Shop Pro 2004 illustrations. There's like five or six pictures of Ivian, and there's a trivia
3: section which includes headcanon on what his singing voice sounds like.
2: <laughs> I've just started reading the Toad link that you put in there. You see, Toad starts out normal. Toad is Peach's longtime assistant, bloody, 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 blah. And then it's like, in Toad, agent of the FBI, he <laughs> gains a deeper voice and is revealed to be an agent of the Fungus Bureau of Investigation. <laughs>
3: This is Agent Toad reporting. I've acquired a Goomba costume and I'm going into Bowser's castle. (laughs) Tell Agent Stevenson, Looker, and Hyde I don't need their assistance. This mission is too difficult to risk the lives of more than one agent. Well, I must go. Toad reporting out. Oh god. Toad had a mission. It was to sneak into Bowser's castle and find out all about Bowser's star powers since he is a star child. This is how he did his mission. Toad was walking on Vista Hill. (laughs) Etc. Etc. This one's a lot less like detailed than other pages on this wiki.
2: If you scroll down, you can see that Toad gets redesigned into an anime swordsman for a game called The Legacy of Mario.
6: Is this is this the Mitch wiki? Is this what we've got?
3: (laughs) Probably. Oh, I like that his helmet looks kind of like a Toad's head, though. But like, it's it's a sort of samurai styled helmet as well.
2: Here's another one that you'll absolutely love. The abbreviation gun is an FBG. It is owned by Ronaldo, who is a character from the video game Quiffle Barrett, Quest for Crompimio. No, wait, Quest for Cronop... Chronom Cro... Quest for Chronomepo. The abbreviation gun is a gun with a rectangular handle. On the handle is the abbreviation AG. The abbreviation gun is made from silver. The main part of the gun is a hexagon. Coming out from the hexagon is a light grey ray. The abbreviation gun can temporarily turn things into abbreviations.
0: <sighs> what is an FBG? Uh, it's an abbreviation. Fucking big gun. Well, there's a couple of others. There's like a bomb pouch and uh, the the cause of scratched.
2: FPGs are a plot element in the game Quiffle Barrett: The Quest for Chronomipo. Quiffle Barrett: The Quest for Chronomipo. Um, so. Quilful Barrett was born to his father, Quilful Yaster. A brown glove appeared in blue light and floated down to him. Nine years later, the boy was in his backyard throwing horseshoes from the glove. One of the horseshoes came back like a boomerang, and Quiffle was delighted at his new technique and he practiced it all that he could. An unknown number of years later, Quiffle Barrett was conversing with his father, Quiffle Yaster. Barrett told Yaster how he wanted to be an adventurer and collect as many first birthday gifts, or FBGs, as he could. Yaster told Barrett to follow his dreams and sent his son out on a small mission, blah-de-blah-de-blah, Uh, it goes on for pages and pages talking about item vikings and first birthday gifts and the
0: addition and subtraction club i don't necessarily want to shit on this because like and it's purely depending on the age of the people doing this because if if this is just like a bunch of 10 year olds or something like writing out like games they would like it's like yeah okay you know kids it sucks that it's on the internet that's not what
2: fascinates me about this what fascinates me about this is how incredibly specific it is
0: yeah which which almost makes me feel like like it, how many how many people are are on this week
3: this reminds me of the sully cinematic universe in that it's all incredibly well linked to itself which means it's either the work of some auteur who is like you know making their own fan universe that they're putting together or maybe it's a few people who like know each other quite well and are putting together some sort of fan universe themselves, but, like, it's so... Like CatSan says, it's oddly specific and just the the effort that's been put into it to like, if this was just kids, I don't think it would be. No, no. It wouldn't be displayed in such a way that it is. It looks like a proper kind of wiki article is the thing. Like every page on this wiki looks like a proper wiki article. Uh Maybe some people just have a hobby of making fake wikis for weird fan universes. It's interesting.
0: Here's the thing. All right. So I went to the main page and there's an interesting section on it. As the world faces dual pandemics of racism and COVID-19, you can use your creative voice to inspire positive change while staying safe. And then a whole bunch of things like like use anti-racist resources to educate yourself. If it's safe to do so, vote. Protest uh, while observing social distancing and wearing a mask. Do not touch your face. Like this is, it's weird when there's like a crack in like, you know, a big like kind of fan universe kind of thing of reality.
2: That's, you know, that's oddly poignant. The fan universe parts just for a second to tell us to vote and be politically active. Yeah.
3: There's 40,000 pages on this website. Active members 339.
2: <laughs>
5: Holy shit.
2: Clearly this is a huge community that I have just completely missed out on. But I thought it was worth including in my chronicle of strange wikis. Update.
0: Update. All right.
6: Update. Update. You know, update.
0: Update.
3: Do the outro. <laughs> this has been all caps. Lunchtime. Uh you probably know where our website is and stuff, but I'll link it in the description. Check out
2: Spex's Dinosaur Planet streams. If anyone
0: knows a good rehab center, <laughs> please <laughs> let me know. That actually is my job hooking people up with those. So if you come to uh the central Virginia area, I can definitely do that for you. But it's the United States, so you're gonna have to pay out of pocket until you get insurance.
3: Uh, I'll just wait 20 months to get it on the NHS, it's
2: fine (laughs) (laughs) he'll get
6: bored of it by then, he'll move to something else
2: no he he won't, that game is an infinitely deep hole I figured out how to teleport in the game.
3: <laughs> I've invented all of the speed tech for Dinosaur Planet. All of the speedrun strats for this game, when it gets a proper speedrun category, are going to be called the specs something.
2: It's very easy to uh, come up with speedrun strats for a game that was never bug tested. Yeah.
3: Although one of the guys who's been along in the streams was an official rare like bug tester back in the day, like in the N64. He, he playtested yeah. Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask and a load of the Donkey Kong Country games. Cool. I need to like have a proper conversation with that guy at some point and be like, yo, tell me about your life.
2: There was someone at, at, uh, at Gather Your Party back a million years ago who worked as a gameplay tester and it was apparently not a very good job Mm-mm. and mostly comprised into like, trying to run through every single wall in like a really long, boring game.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, 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 you don't, you don't get to go to work and play video games all day like you can do with many other jobs uh, and now do that remotely.
4: hmm Mm-hmm.
0: Thank God for lockdown. I have actual promos. Let's see, Tired All the Time, new single, the board. Go check it out. I listened to it and it is it is really good. Thank you. And uh Escape from Tethys has a physical release. Uh go check that out. Uh actually with someone formerly of God party and uh with myself doing music. Yeah. This is the one you did the music for it. Yeah. If you like Metroidvania's, please check it out.
2: I want to play it because I want to see what all the people who I used to argue with
0: on an old defunct podcast know about video games. And also uh forthcoming, there's gonna be a new Bong Razer album that 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 will accompany a Morkborg uh, module. So, look forward to Bong Razor Crypt, fucker. Oh, God, not more
2: Bong Razor. No, no, I'm not ready, Mike.
3: Catsman's got a new level of Lawyer Guy coming out on Steam soon. You should play Lawyer Guy on Steam. It's free. I'm one of the Senior Cool Playtesters, and I say it's a fun game.
2: Y- you want to know what I did recently? Mitch isn't here. I've changed the credits so that now it lists Senior Cool Playtesters, Cool Playtesters, and just Playtesters. <laughs> <laughs> And the only person in the playtester's category is Mitch. <laughs> Hell yeah. Did he even playtest it at any point? Yeah, he playtested, like, level two, like, years and years ago, and I asked him what he thought of it, and he was like, Lawyer Guy should have a sword, like, zero in Mega Man X4. You know how
3: you were saying that you're upset that you're slowly becoming me? Mitch is also becoming me, and it's upsetting him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, who's becoming
3: Mitch? Uh, me, also. I'm just slowly absorbing your personalities,
5: so you're becoming me and I'm becoming you. Soon we're just all gonna be one person.
3: You're all gonna be me, Specs. We haven't had any burger music for a while. Willie, you got any new burger music for us?
5: Love me some burgers
1: please give me burger
2: oh god i don't i haven't ha- heard any burger music in a long time i think burger music might be falling out of fashion
1: no none of the games i've played recently have had any burger music we need grant Kirkhope to be on another game get hire him for lawyer guy <laughs> no he <laughs> wouldn't fit the theme of lawyer guy at all actually you know what i do have hamburger music i do have hamburger music oh oh yeah perfect where is it there you go it's from final fantasy 4.
3: <laughs> oh, that's... that's very burgery.
6: Yeah, that's pretty good.
3: I think, there's pro- I think that theme exists in other Final Fantasy games, hold on.
1: It's a big Chocobo theme, it's probably a more.
6: Oh, I love fat Chocobo, though. he's a lad.
1: He's so burgery.
3: There's an extended version in Final Fantasy XIV.
2: They really went ham on this. Like, get me the fucking fattest sounding like midi trombone.
3: It's nice because it's got some of the light motifs from like the regular chocobo theme in it as well.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, that half tone harmony. There's a in classical music there is generally considered to be a prohibition against using parallel fifths, but no such prohibition against using parallel minor seconds. I don't. I I just nod and agree with him.